Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation, 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We are going to hit the expressway coming up in 20 minutes. We're going to take you commercial free to the top, and that's going to be exceptional. I've been teasing. Uh, the most compelling reason yet to believe they're actually fixing to go all in, like Jerry said a couple of weeks ago, they are. Is that what we're going to see in free agency? That's just uh, two weeks away now. Anyway, it's time for football's finest. Here's Eric Chiafalo. That's exciting because I think we've solidified uh, the the plan the plan of approach here, uh, the plan of attack here for the off season. So we need to get into that. Uh, yeah, because we've had some we off-air some conversations. Money. I think we know what we want to do here to improve these front runners. Now, I got a question for you. Uh, did you guys see Micah Parsons' Twitter account here over the last couple of hours? Because he's a bit agitated. He's oh, at the airport. The airport did yeah. see this airport agitation, and it's, it's not the type of agitation that you and me are are used to. This is a different oh, level. Brian might be used to it a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, to some extent, for sure. We did see a lady. There was a lady that stopped, brought us in the uh, the Vegas. Airport. Sure did. Oh, Brian brought us? Yeah. Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. You're Mr. Football? I think yeah. she called you Mr. Football. She did call me Mr. Football. And uh, that seemed like quite the conversation you guys had. The chemistry was off the no, chain. No, no. I there. was on my way towards that the uh, the slot machine. She oh, stopped me. She stopped me on the way to the slot machine. So I said, oh, thank you very much, man. Appreciate you. You know, keep listening. You know, that kind of thing. I gave one of those. Micah Parsons tweets out a video of him, or excuse me, a picture of him just getting off uh, of an airplane. I can't tell if he's at DFW or not. It doesn't seem to be, but I don't know. Uh, And he says, the fact it was eight grown men waiting outside of my gate with mini helmets and pictures when I got off my plane is insane. I hope y'all realize sometimes how much athletes got to hold back. This lady is currently following me, and there was a lady holding a, a football helmet in the photo. Yeah, uh, he had a couple of different tweets. The, these women and these kids followed me to my luggage. Now, is there any type of self-respect and dignity anymore? So he's kind of getting chased down there in the in the airport. People are. I mean, I don't know. Are you how aware? How how stalkerish do you have to be to be waiting with like ready for for an autograph? off a random flight for a player like how do you even under know that micah parsons is walking off of this plane right now i don't know how you know what flight he's on i'm sure that this is something that a lot of these celebrities have to deal with i mean travis kelsey had to move out of his house once he started dating taylor swift we told him on the front it was going to be a dangerous game being involved with the swifties knocking on his window and all this stuff so i mean i don't think mike is alone when you're in the public eye having to deal with this but no i don't know i don't know how people go about finding this information yeah i think it's it's so rare to see a a star player i think for most people that they it's a life event you know it's time for them to stop everything stop down stalk the guy interrupt dinner you know something crazy going on how many mini helmets they say there Uh, people hold many seven mini helmets Micah Parsons mini helmet on uh, NFL Shop, two hundred forty nine dollars. With what, a, with his signature on it. With his signature on it. Yeah, that's what they're wow. doing. Okay, they're 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 doing their best right now to to get back to and I, and I know it's he has to do it for NFL, but for people and for shops, it's probably more than that. It's probably more. It's probably closer to four hundred dollars a mini helmet. So you're standing out there. He signs nine mini helmets. Think about that. That's you know that's all you know. That's the profit right there. That's why you stand out there and stalk, so you can get your mini helmet signed, so you can put them on mm. for five hundred dollars a shot. And that does tick the players off. That's way different than that's, a family like you know a fan. Well, uh, and it's also different to be surprised in a moment. Oh my gosh, I was not expecting to see Micah Parsons here, and I'm a little bit fanboying. Uh, yeah. But like when you're sitting there waiting with the sharpie and the mini helmet, you've done some legwork here. Well, 
that, to know that I'm walking off this plane, that does feel a little bit invasive. Well, maybe you're somebody that's on a plane and you've now text before you take off. Hey, I'm oh, on the yeah. plane with Micah Parsons. That makes sense. Be there. That makes be sense. There, yeah. and got Be a there. hot tip yeah. for you. Yeah. Cut me in with a little profit. Yeah. Could see that. Well, Dave Campo had a, a nice little tweet today. He's not a guy who tweets often, but Zimmer, Zimmer being a cowboy now, has yeah. Campo taken to, up. taken to Twitter. Dave gave us a uh, fantastic interview. Uh, when it came to what was it, during the holiday season, yeah. you you and I, Brian, I think he's actually going to be on Sean and RJ tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Okay, that makes a ton of sense because he tweets out earlier this morning. All you Cowboys fans, get ready! Zimmer wants lions, not the lions that live in the zoo that know they are going to get fed every day, rain or shine, like a lot of players in this NFL. But the lions that live in the jungle that have to wake up ready to hunt, or they don't eat. The Cowboys have themselves a lion and Micah, don't they? Mm. Yeah, and he doesn't like being the zoo animal. That's how he felt uh, at the airport today. It's like, no, don't do this to me. Maybe that's good news. I Maybe he's he's built for the wild. He did not get positive feedback for that tweet. I kind of feel that... Campo? No. Oh, Micah? Micah? Oh, Micah's bidding... Really? Yeah. That okay. seems like pretty obvious to me. We would all be like, hey, this is a little bit weird. I just got off my plane, and it's it not like this for, is my private jet. Us, uh, but I think it, people are feeling like when you are... An athlete and a celebrity kind of comes with the territory. It's not my job to make five hundred dollars a helmet for you, though. I agree with you. I mean, I, I I could see, I could see if it's a small kid that comes up with him with a mini helmet or something, and he's like, "Sure, I'll sign it." But when you've got these guys and gals that stand out there with bags of stuff, didn't you guys see that in Vegas when we were walking yeah. by? We, you know, those those you know, the, to our right there as we were walking through the lobby there, the Mandalay Bay, there were guys over there with bags of stuff. Just waiting for these celebrities mm. to come through, and okay, you sign one, you sign two, you sign three. You might have made somebody fifteen hundred bucks right there just on your signature. Mm. What are you getting out of it? You know, yeah, you make money, you know, because you're a professional athlete or an actor or whatever. But that's still not as weird as the airport to me, though. Like knowing that the Super Bowl and all the stuff is going down in this hotel. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna go stand around because I oh, might see some players. Tipped. Okay, they got tipped. Yeah, but going to wait at a gate or whatever does feel a little yeah. bit. Yeah. A little bit weird. Oh no, you're trying to make money. If you're waiting at a gate, you're you're trying to make money. Well, uh, people around the league believe that the 49ers are going to end up hiring former Chargers head coach Brandon Staley to be their next defensive coordinator. So for whatever that's worth, there. Uh, I heard Mike we'll Vrabel might be in the mix there too. He's not too big and intimidating. Not at all. No, they've had a Robert Sala on yeah. that sideline coordinating the defense before. Sure, he knows his way around yeah. a little bit of. I was hearing his little name bit of trend mentioned a couple times. And you guys remember the name James Laurinaitis? Yes, absolutely. linebacker one of the, Ohio State. One of the greatest football names. Oh, I mean, born to be born to be a badass in some realm, but if you're going to be a football player, of course you're going to be a linebacker born when your name's James Laurinaitis. And uh, it looks like he is going to officially be a coach. He's going to be the linebacker's coach for, for the Buckeyes. Good for him. Going back to his alma mater. Yes, I think that's uh, that's perfect. But I just I, I love the name James Laurinaitis, built to be was, a linebacker. Was he already coaching at Ohio State? I don't know. I thought he went to. I thought he got a. Uh, did he get a uh, a job with one of these pro teams? Maybe he Maybe he got a promotion. Maybe he was. I thought he was already. Coach. I thought he, I thought he was already at Ohio State. My bad if he wasn't. I thought he was already coaching linebackers at Ohio State. Uh, perhaps, but he's at least got a new deal. If this isn't the first one, okay. Um, I saw that. Okay. Uh, and then a lot of people are already bringing back the idea of reuniting the backfield uh, of Zeke and Pollard. Yeah, assistant. Ouch. Who would bring that up? Okay, yeah. Okay, why do we want to reunite Zeke and, and Pollard? He was the assistant, uh, James Lernitis. Now he's the main guy. He's the main linebackers yeah. coach? Okay. Good. There we go. Uh, Cowboys were 28th in touchdown percentage on carries inside the five-yard line last season. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's going, hey, why don't you bring back Zeke to be that guy? You could get him for the cheap. Except you, uh, do you guys realize that we're still paying him? Yeah, $5.4 million, I think, right? It's like a, 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 I see $6 million cap hit for Zeke still. Uh, but the other thing is Pollard and how he talks about in week 11 is when he started feeling himself again after the injury. And Pro Football Focus has him graded as the best running back in football starting in week 11. So it's like, was he trending in the right direction? And for the right price, is it actually worth it to 
keep Pollard. Obviously, you don't want him on a franchise tag kind of deal. You don't want him really for a long-term deal, but short-term, small money is Pollard completely off of your free agent board of I just I need to see a new face here. No, I mean I I tried to to bring this up to you guys probably like after the season ended. Like, all right, do you sign bring him back? And and you gave us a bunch of the names that could be yeah. cheap options too. Like I like sure. Zach Moss sure. because I think you draft a running back that ends up hopefully being your starter. But to start the season, unless you're taking Trey Benson out of Florida State in the second round, who I think is the best running back in the draft that I do think could start day one. Everyone else, I think, is a tandem back until like maybe they prove that they can take over the backfield. So for a one-year cheap deal, if Pollard wants to come back and I draft a running back that eventually ends up taking over for him, I don't hate it. Man, that's crazy. They have him as the best running back in the NFL after week 11. It was 3-4-3-7-3-2-3-1-4-1. I mean, the best game that he had was 4-7. Other than the Washington game and the worst defense in the NFL, like maybe he was the best runner that day on week 11 for one game where it was 13 carries for 79 yards against a pathetic uh, defense. But I mean, he had 27 yards on one carry that game. That was his second highest of the year. And he didn't come close to it the rest of the season. I, I guess they're they're saying the holes were so bad that Tony Pollard just kept getting hit like one yard after the line of scrimmage. Your manager turned it into three yards. And that's that's how you well, grade it. It's also it. why you take these PFF grades with a grain of salt. I mean, they said Brock Purdy was better than Patrick Mahomes on Super Bowl Sunday with their grades. Okay, so you don't have. All right. I mean, they're definitely not Bible. So that's not like an analytic. You know, that's that's kind of there's more subjectivity into it. I, I don't think they've even released exactly how they do all their grading. Yeah, when it comes to the grading, there's some su- subjectivity to it for sure. That's not like a, a hard fast. Uh, number that is just hey this is what it is like his rushing yards over expectation being the best in the sport after week 11 then that would be something that you'd be like oh okay even though it was only three yards per carry for what he was working with it should have been no yards per carry I mean I I just want the Cowboys to have a good running game so if I'm wrong on this that's fine I, I think you had a player who was too slow compared to his previous self to get through the hole before it closed like he did in 2022 yeah I think maybe your your offensive line was worse but you know, that's what it looked like when Zeke had the ball in 2022. It was like, well, he can't get any holes because he wasn't quick and slippery enough. And pre-injury, Pollard was good enough was. to make poor offensive line play look sufficient. And I just want a young running back to do that again. You know, give me the guys who are so damn electric and young and haven't been beat up. They're just they're just gone, you know, or, you know, they can they can put their foot in the ground and you know, very quickly teleport themselves to the other side of the hole. I, and I, it's hard to find those guys, but I know Tony Pollard isn't one of them. And I'm, I'm not willing to spend anything over minimum to keep him around. And Zeke, you know, if, if you have those ideas, boy, you really need to start walk, paying more attention. Yeah, you're not bringing <laughs> both of them back. Uh, okay, so you guys don't find that. You don't think the Cowboys would be interested in a reunion with either one of these guys? Do you think they're kind of moved on? I think they'd be interested in a reunion maybe with Pollard for okay. for a one year Pollard, cheap yeah. deal. I don't think with Zeke. Six million still accounting for the for the cap there for Zeke is heartbreaking. I, that was not something I was prepared for. That's a that's a huge bummer. You're already overpaying your running back position. You don't even have a guy on the roster really. Uh, and, and now you have a lot of people that have gone back and rewatched the Super Bowl. And a big takeaway for many involved is the the lack of effort, the the loafing from a Debo Samuel. Everybody, uh, mm. a lot of people in San Francisco are going, dude. You're the seventh paid, highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, and they're trying to they're trying to move on from him. Uh, and a lot of people are coming to the defense of uh, Steve Wilkes, who is the defensive coordinator. He gets fired, and they're laying out. Well, Kyle Shanahan. I mean, all you have is just the highest paid running back, a top wide receiver paid, one of the highest paid tight ends, left tackles, all these different things, and you're putting up 19 points. But Debo Samuel might be a guy that people are so frustrated with. I don't know that the Niners would look at it that way. But I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of different entities going, hey, Debo Samuel, not only did you not play well, looked like you didn't care. That is not a game to not look like you care in. Yeah. No, that's tough. You hate to see that, man. Um, he jammed up trying to play through injury. Yeah, I think that was the big problem. He did problem. get banged up. He got banged up. Pulled yeah. hammy, was it? Yeah, he was struggling with that hamstring. Remember during the game, true. He, grabbed, he grabbed he it did. a couple times. I think that's... I think that's the thing that was really frustrating to him in that game. But the the rookie campaign, including the playoffs now for Rasheed Rice, SMU zone. Yeah, man, 
He ends up with 105 receptions, 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, and he was first among all rookies in yards after the catch, which was almost 1,000. So he has 1,200 yards total receiving. 900 of those yards were after the catch. Wow. Rasheed Rice, I mean, one of the things when we watched him last year getting ready for the draft, he was a guy that didn't create a ton of separation, but he caught nearly everything that was thrown his way. I mean, contested catch God was Rasheed Rice last year. Perfect player for that system. He is. I mean, the yeah. question was maybe the speed with him, but he he blossomed this year, and uh, he's their wide receiver one moving forward. There's no question about that. After they got things figured out with the screen game, it really, you know, and once again, Andy Reid, best to ever do it maybe. It, it just turned the game on its head. That's probably because Greenlaw was out. But, uh, you know, still digesting that whole deal. Okay, uh, 469, Dawson refuses to eat crow on Tony Pollard. Dude breaks his leg and isn't back to normal until the end of the season, and that's hard. And it's not hard to come back from a broken leg at all, you know. Uh, But Tony Pollard made it look very, very difficult. And back to normal would have been around five yards in attempt. Hell, for half of 2022, he was over six yards in attempt. And in the, in the final six weeks of the season, I guess he was the best running back in the NFL by Pro Football Focus's estimation. You don't have to be any better than four yards in attempt to do that, I guess, in, in, in today's game. But, man, I was, I was seeing that guy in Green Bay, like, tear, tear him up. He's getting, like, 130 a game. His yards per attempt are through the roof. Tyron He's scoring Williams. touchdowns. Yeah, they were definitely better running backs the, uh, towards the last few weeks of the season. But, I mean, when you think about, okay, Kyron Williams, and who's the name that you dropped? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones for Green Bay. I mean, let's at least give some credit to the fact that you have wizard play callers and play designers. And McSex is dialing it up when it comes to schematically and, and hitting you with different things from a rushing attack standpoint. You didn't, And you, you have that in Green Bay, too, with LaFleur. You do not have that here. I like it. Yeah, we need we need a, a a scheme and a runner, and maybe just the scheme would do it. Hell, if if they really believe that that Tony Pollard has all that wiggle and juice, then don't let him go. You know, if if you think he is essentially the same player now, you got to keep that guy. If it's all the offensive line and the and because Tony Pollard was a massive difference maker, I thought he was the second best runner after Christian McCaffrey in twenty twenty two. Yeah, he he absolutely was. Guy, yeah, I, eight I, million bucks, bring him back. Scheme and and actual talent on the offensive line matters more than who's in the backfield. Got it. Okay, Expressway, most compelling reason yet to believe the Cowboys are about ready to go all in, and that is next. We'll get you the top stories around the sports world as well here in the nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy, let's hit the expressway. We take you commercial-free to the top right here, nation. Most compelling reason yet to believe Cowboys are actually going to go all in right here. The uh, truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. Of course, it was three, four weeks ago at the Senior Bowl. Jerry Jones said there won't be as much concern about the future. It's going to be all about building the team for now. And we've been kind of treating that uh, cynically. Like, yeah, right, you know, Jerry must have just either misspoke or didn't really understand what the question is relative to going all in. Um, but, uh, you know, I... I don't know. I was wondering if you guys heard some of the things that I've been hearing. It's it's uh, it is time for the expressway, and it's brought to you by the on time experts. <clears throat> I think we might see a a proper spending spree, Brian. And 
I, I think 2024, I was looking at overthecap.com because you know, I, <laughs> internally I heard that maybe they think the, the party could be ending. Did you guys hear something similar? Why are you laughing? We're laughing because we had an elevator ride with some people today oh. at the Star. <laughs> okay, and well, and the and the quote to us was, "What was it? What did he say?" Uh, I've been listening to you guys trying to spend money that I don't have. <laughs> okay, well that's interesting because at, when you get to twenty twenty five, Dak, Zach, Tank, Gallup, these guys aren't under contract, but they account for sixty three million dollars, nearly a third of what the salary cap is going to be, and yeah. you, they're not even under contract. That's, so that's the problem. Yeah. I think you could keep Dak and Zach. You'd have to really you know work magic with their contract, but you're not going to be able to surround them with much. So if you know that is coming, what's the ideal way to to team build? Go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, 2024, you just say. Wreck it, wreck it and go. Bleep it. We don't have the money anyway, and we're already screwed for 2025. So yeah. let's just muck it up as much as we can. At least we went all in this year, and if we screw it up, we can tell the fan base without a, a shadow of a doubt, we did go for it. Yeah. I mean, if, if looking beyond that, you know, assuming you have Dak back, you know, and you have Zach, you have, you have Trayvon Diggs, um, you have Micah Parsons. Maybe a guy like Sam Williams, Mozzie Smith, oh. you know, young players that you're going to want to build around. But what kind of Deron Bland, what, what happened last year, though, with the interruption of the great draft classes you've been yeah. on, your assembly line of, of quality players on league minimum is right. drying up very, very quickly. That's right. hitting you as a reality in the face as well. I don't know if you really are going to be having more than five guys plus Dak that you'd want to build around long term. It just sets up so perfectly that the ideal strategy is to use 2025 as a dumping ground for your bad contracts, get a top five pick, you can add an elite player at tackle or end or corner or something, and then come out of that with money to spend. And you can you can turn things around very quickly in the NFL, especially if you get the cap space that comes from a sacrificial year like I'm proposing 25 will be. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, though, you're. I, I never feel like this team is going to be completely out of it or completely bad. I know they had a bad... Well, we'll see. We'll when your see. quarterback got hurt, yeah. you know, then you stunk. This could be like 10, 11, and 12 where you're 8 and 8. Yeah. You know, we're not this, horrible. Well, yeah. I think it's because of Will McClay and those guys do know how to draft. I know they didn't. I know it It didn't It didn't bear the fruit that, that we had in the past. But I never feel like they're out of it. As long as they let them pick players, I kind of feel like that they're, they're never going to be you know, four and 13. Yeah. They'll always kind of be eight, nine, nine, yeah, and eight. I, I, unless the starting quarterback bad. gets hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is, which is what happened there the year that you ended up, uh, you know, Romo got hurt. Then you right. got the fourth pick. You got Zeke. And then when you had, what was it? The 10th pick when Dak got hurt. Right. So Andy Dalton had so to start So maybe you don't you. get the top five pick, but maybe a top 12 pick. Yeah. You still get some, you know, top just, 15 pick, something in there. That's what no, happened. No, I, I'm with you. You know, they, they never did the Band-Aid rip built, rebuild with Romo. They kind of rebuilt on the fly and never really admitted it. Yeah. And they stayed in contention for the playoffs until, you know, week 17, all three years. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it was like the perfect cowboy way of, of, of rebuilding. But I think if you do want to go all in, and if I'm Jerry Jones right now, I'm like, man, 2025, we're, we're already behind the eight ball. I want to go forward extra right here if I'm Jerry. I'm getting to approaching, what, mid-80s now? It's time to go if we yeah. if we want one. And then on the other side of that salary cap hill, we're having to replace Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and maybe a new quarterback. I don't know when the time is coming where we're going to be in a championship window again. You know, uh, in, in as I think a a consistent approach from Stephen Jones is to try to make the playoffs every year. Yes, but you can't be in total control of that. You know, if you don't keep drafting well, like they failed to do in twenty twenty three, a bad year is coming for you. And then they had to kind of go for it the last three years. So what they've been doing is just inventing voidable years at the end of Zach and Dak's contract, mm-hmm. and now those are coming to roost to the tune of about fifty million dollars. Right before you even actually pay them a, a, a new salary. I, I think it just lines up too well that even the Jones boys who <clears throat> try to build a team capable of making the playoffs every year cannot deny the reality they face. Yeah, The frustrating thing for me, and, and I get what you're saying, because I'm totally down for that. You know, Go ahead and have a reset year, basically, where we're not going to be, maybe we will be good, maybe we won't be any good, but th- we're going to go ahead and try and reset the cap. Every year, I feel like we're just having the same conversation with the Cowboys' salary cap. They never are in a position where it's like, yep, they've got money right now to go and spend it. And then you, and, and look, I'm not a capologist. 
numbers aren't my thing. So there's people probably over there that are rolling their eyes and, well, there's a reason for this, and I believe you. But it's hard to sit there and use that as an excuse when you hear that the Eagles are about to be in cap hell. And what have they done? Well, they just went to a Super Bowl, and this year they were one of the best teams in the league, and then things came crashing down for them. The Rams, two years ago, go all They're just one year ahead. For a Super Bowl, right. The Eagles are one year ahead. They went for it, and now they're about to break down. Yeah, Rams stunk, uh, and mainly because of injuries. And then this past year, we're back in the playoffs. And they're a team now that is looking like, okay, they can go for it. Bucks just went farther than you did in the playoffs. They were an all-in team with Brady, spending a bunch of money, just had a bunch of millions of dollars in dead so you're, you're looking across the league all these other teams that have done the all-in approach it didn't seem like the negative cap impact was that bad for you so to be a well we don't have money we can't do this this is going to be a crap year I hear you you're probably right it probably is but you need to be creative just like these other organizations and teams have done find a way to work around it yeah that's a good point you don't have to be as scared of the down year as maybe you thought like the Buccaneers just made the playoffs with all that dead money post Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, that's a, a hell of a job they did. So it doesn't have to mean that you miss the playoffs. And hopefully they're having those kinds of discussions because I hear you. We've been talking about this for a long time. I don't think they've gone all in or anything close to it. And every year I've covered this team for 15 years, I haven't seen it. Maybe you go back into the 2000s and Brian's teams. Maybe they were a little bit more aggressive relative to the salary cap, getting the Joey Galloway trade and things like that. But that yeah. aggression is gone. And I don't blame you for being conditioned to believe that it, it can't come back. But what Jerry said and the reality and how this how long this thing has played out, Dak being in the final year of his deal, I just think it all lines up where Jerry can rationalize it as the best business play for where he is right now. It's always about what is the best move for my money. And and spending another year losing in the wild card round and then going through this rebuild is a bad use of the money. Mm-hmm. Get your fan base excited. Show them you're willing to go all in. And then eat it in 2025, which is going to happen anyway. It's usually the best thing for their money to not go all in because we're worried about making the playoffs in the next three years. And if we go all in right now, we might not be able to do that. But now it's not going to happen anyway. And I, I think Jerry's too smart to have this totally miss him if he's paying attention at all. And he might yeah, be on vacation, Chief. It, for sure, for sure. I, I can't fully have uh, have enough optimism to think he will actually do it this way, but the way you've laid it out, it, it makes way too much sense. And if this was a Howie Roseman or if this was a Les Snead in Los Angeles, this is probably how they'd be thinking and how they'd be going about their offseason. Hey, let's not cut any corners. Let's go spend a little money because 2025 is going to get here and yeah. we're going to be in trouble anyways so why not just lean into it and one last two raw and then we'll break it down. Yeah, you know, I, I think it, how it looks is this. Okay, guy wants fifteen million a year, and you say can't give it to you. We're up against the cap. We're going to give you a three year deal, thirty million bucks with one and a half guaranteed. And after this year, we're going to cut you. You get a free five million dollars for next year for doing nothing. So you're going to get your fifteen million bucks for this year. But it's structured as a three-year deal, and we're doing that with a linebacker. Maybe we're doing that with a center. Maybe we're doing that with a great safety who can, you know, be deployed in the middle of the field as Mike Zimmer wants. We're doing, like, three of these. We need three $15 million a year players on long-term contracts that we have no intention of them, you know, being around for any more than, than one season. And I, it's, 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 you know, it's cool because the template's already out there. It's well-established, you know, yeah. I— all, all, uh, everybody around the NFL, I think, when they get close, is is in this mindset. Hopefully, the Jones boys are. I mean, hell, hell Jerry said it. Okay, <clears throat> Brittany Mahomes revealed a text of when her husband said they would win the Super Bowl. You see this? I did. Yeah, Brittany leaked out some family texts after the Super Bowl, and one of them from January fifth. Patrick sent a ten word message. I decided we're going to win the Super Bowl. Patrick wrote. At that time. Uh, the Ravens were uh, in, in the AFC January 5th. They had already clinched the number one overall seed, and the number two seed was going to the winner of the Bills-Dolphins game in Week 18, game that Buffalo would win. As for the Chiefs, they had already clinched the three seed in the conference, which means Mahomes knew that his team was going to have to hit the road at some point to even get to the Super Bowl. That's confidence. That's another, I believe, uh, Ranger analogy. That's the energy they were putting off. And this is the perfect way to do it as well, because if you're wrong... You probably trust wifey's not going to still screenshot that and put it out. Nobody's you know? like, gonna know. She didn't take that and put it out yeah. on the front end of the of the no. run. You know, once we go ahead and cement this championship victory, we're going to let eyes get on this thing. Yeah, we're going to keep the the mythology rolling here. Very that's one of those you hold those texts. You hold. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. A, that's yeah. a hold. That out yeah, it's into a hold. the universe if it doesn't yeah. happen. 
I, I, I think she's she's wising it up. She's, you know, uh, uh, deploying tactics like this and, and also distancing from Jackson Mahomes, which is probably two, three years too late, but a step in the right direction nonetheless. Get ready for MLB's spring breakout. <clears throat> MLB is going to be showcasing the league's up-and-coming stars in the first-ever spring breakout series of 16 games played during spring training with each team uh, forming a roster of its top 30 minor league prospects. The games will be played March 14th through 17th, going to air on MLB Network and regional sports networks. Rosters will be revealed in a special MLB Network show coming up on March 7th. I'm stoked for this. I just want to see Wyatt Langford. I want to see Jack Leiter or Kumar Rocker or any pitcher that can inspire confidence. But yeah. I'm on. I'm in on this. I, I think more than ever we're in on this, especially with Langford. Yeah, I think it's good for, for Major League Baseball. I don't think they really do a good job of showcasing their stars whatsoever. Uh, I, I know that you know we get when we were out there at the ballpark, the Rangers were good. So when we got to see Shohei Otani come into town, it seemed like a lot of people were there. I can tell you when the Rangers were not good and Shohei Otani were pitching, it was not like a lot of people were showing up just to go watch Shohei Otani. Mike Trout is not a guy that people really get to know much, and maybe it's just because he doesn't have a very big personality. But I think Major League Baseball needs to do a better job of this, and that's showcasing their stars. Yeah. I mean, there's some terrific athletes out there, you know, that can absolutely put on a show. And you don't hear about the explosive athleticism in baseball nearly enough. There's not much of a spotlight. And it runs contrary to their ridiculous culture of not being a me guy. Mm -hmm. They they have, like, idolized this, this character trade, I guess, that's an option. You know, you can be super humble and pretend like there is no me. Um, and that's, you know, that's what that's what baseball has decided to champion over the years. And I think that culture does hurt its ability to market itself because it's clear the American consumer wants athletes that are larger than life and have a, have a little bit of swagger and confidence to them. Fangraphs has released their top 100. Speaking of guys that have a little swagger and confidence to them, the highest ranked Ranger is Wyatt Lankford, number four right. pick in the draft is number two by fan graphs between Baltimore shortstop Jackson Holiday and Milwaukee outfielder Jackson Chorio. A lot of Jacksons these days. Yes. It's a mild surprise as Lankford has generally been behind both the Jacksons, but the folks at fan graphs are all in on his bat, say the risk that he can't stick in the outfield or is a defensive liability out there does keep him from being number one on the list. Apparently this dude has speed, but he's not seeing the ball well enough to inspire confidence from scouts. The, the, the bat's like coming off the ball, and he just doesn't have the instincts or the, the timing or the spatial awareness tracking the ball and running to know that spot in the outfield that is coming down, and it can turn into a bit of an adventure, even though he has the tools to be an elite outfielder. They aren't sure, so they're waiting maybe for something to click or him to be an adventure in a corner outfield spot, maybe a DH guy. That's why he's not the number one prospect, according to, uh, to fan graphs. Mm. Uh, of course, you you do have Evan Carter at twelve, and Sebastian uh, Sebastian Wolcott's in there at ninety one. I'll tell you what, man, that kid at watching the College World Series. I, I mean, I watch a lot of the SEC baseball. Wyatt, he's he's a hell of a player. I mean, I, I can't wait. And we got to see him live the other day. I know he was just doing drills and stuff like that. But man, what an impressive looking guy! He's an athlete. He is a yeah. really good athlete. And you know, in, in Florida, Florida, damn good team. I mean, like I say, they got to the College World Series. Yeah, the Rangers. They, you know, they might have, they might have really, they, they might have hit on one with this guy. I think they did. They might have hit on one. Very strong. A lot of dang yeah, muscle. Really strong. Dude. Yeah. Yes. I think he's got, he's got more muscle in one leg than uh, on my entire body. <laughs> I, I, I was amazed at how big he was. I yeah. was like, yeah. man, that, that, that's him. Not tall. Not tall. But just like built like Emmett. Like a coke machine. Yeah. Like a yeah, running back. Yeah, he's a square guy. Speaking of college, it's been a long time coming, but EA Sports College Football returning this summer. A teaser trailer released this morning promising the game would be out this summer. Trailer was light on gameplay footage, but we'll see a lot more in a full reveal that's scheduled for May. Been more than a decade for the series, which has not released a new game since 2013 and uh, has those football video game people quite excited. I, ba- I bowed out in 99. Uh, it, was, it was Madden and Game Day 99. Remember the game day mm-hmm. uh, franchise? Never played it. I was dominant at it. I, I, oh. I, I kicked butt and, and, and took names. But like over the next couple of years, the mechanics changed. and such. The hit stick came into the Madden game mm-hmm. and yeah. all sorts of different ways of, of quarterbacking. And I, I just bailed. I became a FIFA player from that point forward. It got a little too complicated for me. But I do love watching people that can kick butt at those games. It's very impressive. Okay, and then the final story. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I the, the Taylor Swift conspiracy theory. Oh, no. Is embraced by one in five Americans that the NFL 
is part of a conspiracy. 18% believe it's a covert government effort for the pop icon to sway the presidential election, according to the Mon- Monmouth University survey. That's that's one in five. Believe that. Okay. That they're, they're using her purposefully for this yes, or just the, yeah. that it's that it's going to happen? Yeah. Part of a big plan. Okay. To, you know... To, to, to sway the, the election. And it's 18% of people. What world are we in? It's time to go to Lucius Alexander in the Pimp Cup. Here's LA Live. I told you, bro. I got scared. Uh, 2018. What world are we in? I know. You said that the other night, and it hit me, and I was thinking about that when I saw this story. I was like, no freaking way. Yep. I, I thought that would be like a one percenter thing. A real-life depression. I was like, man, we're, we're not going to get out of this. We're deep into it, and everybody's acting like we're not in it. Oh, okay. Hey, while you were talking about that, though, uh, the NFL, they need a QB salary cap that's different from the actual salary cap since the quarterback is such a different position out there on that field. That's what I think, man. Yeah. Because what is the salary cap for, actually? Uh, To control salaries so owners can be assured of profit. Yes. Thank you. Uh All right. They can't trust themselves. (laughs) Exactly, bro. Return (laughs) of investment is what it really is about. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into a Thirsty Thursday Ladies Night edition of L.A. Live, y'all. Well, all right, right G-Squares. time you smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with some of everything. Everybody get high. Do you love her? Yes. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to stay with her? Uh, no. Nah. I don't know about that one, dog. I don't know about that one, buddy. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's going to be a note for me, Playboy. <laughs> no can uh, do. L.A. Live for February 15th, 2024. Yes, it is a thirsty Thursday here. A ladies' night edition of L.A. Live, if you will. And guess what, ladies? L.A. Live is sponsored. Sponsored by Kissable Dental. Yes, oh, it is. Yes, it is. And there's no bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. I'm kissable, bro. That's the true thing. G back of the day. We do it every weekday here on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there, don't be afraid to hit me up, y'all. Lucky Lucius P on social media. Lucius Alexander on Facebook. Go to G Bag Nation. You can follow us all if you find G Bag Nation on Twitter. Now, this one right here is perfect for a ladies' night situation. Toxic pastor tells a woman the reason why she is single. This is why you can't find a man right here. It's your fault. It's your fault. A woman should just shut up and look cute and nod your head. It's your fault. Who want me to who, who want me to critique them right now on the spot? You do come here, come here right here. Come right here. Now she said she gonna do this, didn't she? Did I call her out? Did she come on herself? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you need to lose weight. Yeah. Oh, geez. Find a good bra. Lose weight. You need to go to in- Intimates. It's called Intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything. Oh. I took my wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything. <laughs> They're all I sitting my right over there. Place that they have. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. So you need to get your bra made. And it's not that expensive. No, baby. You get a good bra, it's almost like having a breast lift. Wow, Rest. two for one. Did you notice the room got really quiet the more he went on? They're all, yes, yes. They're all kind of, and all of a sudden just got real quiet. I did notice that. I was wondering what they're thinking. Yeah. Like, like let's lean in and get quiet because he's yeah. dropping knowledge or, or, or with the crap. There's my take yeah. his notes. Like, oh, thank God I didn't stand up there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's yeah. a lot of that going on in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, man, that ain't that big. Yeah. <laughs> he's over-exaggerating, bro. <laughs> My you wife is dumb, but it's okay. It was in her DNA. You know, she couldn't help that. Wow, She's got that, big was, boobs. that was crazy. <laughs> she didn't know anything. She come from a family of idiots. She didn't know nothing about She didn't nothing. know anything about nothing until I taught her something. <laughs> Jeez. LA Live, 105.3 The Fan, Ladies Night. Fellas, would you consider yourself uh, a modern man? Oh, probably not. Consider oh, yourself no. no. What's a modern, modern man? man? Just hearing it, it's a good question. Modern man is probably less manly than a uh, you know a throwback man. Okay, well then I would say yes. So, yeah. You talk like the guys on NPR. That's what the modern man does. Oh, taking yeah. shots at NPR, are we? Yeah. They just have a tone. <laughs> I love the tone. Yeah, yeah. it is very, uh, very controlled, very calm. Yeah. It's very Dawson-ish. Okay. Actually. Oh, I say Dawson-ish. that respectfully. I say that respectfully. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I revere that, that NPR tone. So if I capture it in any way, I, I consider myself blessed. 
Well, <laughs> women's are saying that they are not a fan of the modern man. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the women are not a fan yep, here it comes. of the modern man. They so, want us to be toxic. That's yeah, why we yeah, are. Yeah. So the women's made a list of what the modern man consists of. Mm. Tell me if you hit any of these on this list. Yep. Oh, crap. Right, let's see. Uh, porn addicted? You guys porn addicted? Anybody porn addicted in this room? No, sir. Are you lying to yourselves? <laughs> no. Maybe just a lush? No? no porn lush? Ha- no. Hammer? Oh, oh, okay. I thought the lush was only for drinking. I just thought uh, the lush yeah. was, oh. actually. It is. Yeah. It just yeah. was liberal use of it. Oh, okay. Nobody's addicted to porn in there. You guys don't use it to go to sleep or anything? No, I was no, thinking the only, great if, sleeping if it was OnlyFans, it was OnlyFans stuff. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's you helping the community. I do. I'm a, I'm a modern guy trying yeah. to help okay. the, I'm trying to help. Only, OnlyFans would count, yeah. though, right? That yeah. would fall into the porn. The who? OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 100%. So we got one of yes. these. Okay. All right. Yes. We got one. Yeah. Uh, listen to Red Pill Podcast Bros. What's that? What's Red Pill? Anybody want to explain the red pill situations out here? Matrix. No. Blue pill, uh, red pill. I don't know what G. it is. Top, top G. Uh, Joe Rogan. Oh, I don't know. See, uh, I'll watch the clips that pop up on TikTok. Yeah. But I won't actually listen to the entire podcast. Jordan Peterson's. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> you got me. <laughs> got him. All right, red pill com podcast, bro, right there. Got a porn addict. How about broke? Anybody just flat out broke in this yes. joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can yes. <laughs> yeah, that's not even cool, girl. I got it going on about six days a month, though. Hey, just, just hey on those six days are great days. Yeah. Let me see here. Let me get a little music for the ladies. Mm. All right. How about an incel? Any fellas an incel? Would you consider yourself an incel? You hang with incels. Do you know incels? I hope not. I, from what I hear, that's not a that's not an endearing term. I'm not exactly sure what it means, but. Involuntarily celibate. Okay. Um, I, I I might know a couple. I got a I got a couple buddies for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it's not you. <laughs> oh, it's about me. No, I'm it's sorry. all good. No, 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 it's all good. You know. It happens. Yeah, it's your company. I know a couple buddies. So. <laughs> I know a couple friends. You got to know how to identify it. I mean, I think in most situations they could. They're just not attracted to what's in their lane at the particular juncture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's absolutely ma- majority. That's kind of voluntarily celibate, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, right here. Would you consider yourself a modern man? Women's are not a fan of the modern man. They made a list right here so far. If you're addicted to porn, listen to Red Pill Podcast. If you're broke, if you're in sale, do you have bad hygiene, fellas? No. Sometimes. Yes, I do some, not. Sometimes. I do not. That is, that, I, I take pride that in that. That wasn't a resounding yes right there. I'll tell you what. How about this one? Can you cook or clean? Both. 50 50. I can do I a can. little cooking. I can, I can dabble. Okay, they, here they, and there women hate both. me. I get Boy, it. Well, you guys are sounding modern as hell. I, I am. I can't no, I am. I, as soon as you. You didn't have to ask me about the porn thing. I knew I was a modern man. I mean, I'm just glad. Uh, they, they don't like me. Always circles back. I mean, to she the is kind of. They, they don't like me. They don't. They the don't. They don't. They don't like people like me. They just don't. Women like guys that like the, the, the toxic stuff. Yeah, they, they do. do. They don't like guys that want to take care they of you. They want them. to be able to fix you. Yeah. You might be already fixed. Yeah. It's going to make them mad. It's going to intimidate them in fact. Yeah. Now you can be you pointing out their flaws. You I got can, fixed last you, spring. You cannot be a good guy <laughs> in this society. You can't. Mm. You cannot be a good guy because mm. women don't accept the good guy. Well, here's the next one on the list. He hates women. <laughs> They brought that on themselves. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Can't stand them. Addicted to video games? Anybody in there addicted to video That's games? That's a hard I, no for I, me. No, I don't play. I really don't play. I don't, even have, a, I don't even have a console anymore, Lucius. That's I do have two gaming choice. computers, uh, but not currently. Okay. We yeah. might no promises, though. I might just decide to play video games for the rest of my life, honey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. Anybody in here a deadbeat dad or been divorced? Uh, Twice divorced, but not deadbeat. Thank God not. I'm, I think that. Yeah, I think that was pretty tough right there, ladies. Yeah. I can understand the deadbeat dad situation, but divorced. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's <laughs> like breaking up, but the law got involved. <laughs> Good call. Oh, Good call. Break up with you. Oh man. Uh, no sexual discipline. Oh, I've, I've, serial I've cheater. Been guilty if you. Yeah. Times. It's just anytime you get an opportunity, you're going to take it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're fishing for opportunities. Yeah. 
You can't even go outside with your buddies without. Hey, ooh, 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 ooh. you see that? Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, hey, so man, you gotta calm down. Bro. I, I, do think, I do think it's it. It feels like there's less of that now, though, because of the advent and the accessibility of the porn. Yeah, it's I that's don't. True. I don't have to leave my house. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like for a lot of these dudes, it, it's difficult because they, you don't like there. There used to only be really one way to. To sort of get that, uh, you know, satisfy that need, and it was actually going out and sort of, you know, going on the chase a little bit. And now I think that is that's been scaled back a ton because, yeah, you don't, you just you flip on whatever and boom, it's yeah. over. There's no in real life you know? chasing, is there? Yeah, no, I mean, I think there's a lot less of it now. You still yeah. have your go getters, you know, yeah. but I think a lot of these dudes, it's like, man, it's so much easier. I can keep playing my video. I just got to pause the video game. <laughs> Just reach over here, and then next thing, yeah, next thing you know, (laughs) back on the game. I didn't lose a dime. I didn't. I didn't lose any time. I didn't. I didn't get rejected. That's yeah. I'm back in the game. I can turn on my Red Pill podcast and zoom off into another game. None of this is none of this is a good thing either. I just, but it is. It is the reality. It feels like beat up a hooker on GTA. I'm hey man, what? That is as therapeutic (laughs) as it gets, bro. What? How about this one? Any fellas in here going bald? Women do not want you going bald. Apparently, yeah, well, the modern man. man is bald. Oh, there we go. Nineteen eighty-three. Going bald early. Yep. They also I think you said need to something else. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, buddy. I think you need to bick it. Then you look like nah. you're Mr. T or something. What? The you're hell? badass. Nah. Yeah. Try like, it, dude. I like your hairstyle, brothers. Yeah. Whatever. What do you tell the barber? Hey, man. Let me keep some on the sides. <laughs> I do. I just a little. I mean, like, you keep know, the size, brother. Keep the size. Keep the size. I think it, it, it's, you know, people say, why don't you go completely bald? But it, like, you'd have to do it every day. Yeah. And I, I just don't, I don't have the, I just don't want to do I it every day. I just, I have a hard time just shaving it, you know, yeah. every other day. Uh, last one from the lady said they're not a fan of the modern man. Yeah. Just switch from shaving, hell, your, shaving oh. your face to shaving your head. You look like an animal, bro. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I'm not, I, I've given up. I really have. Get you a biker jacket. What do you want to do these porn videos? Cigarette hanging out your yeah. lip. No, I'm going to make you badass and yeah. attractive to ladies, yeah. Brian. Uh, be in the porn So videos. you don't have to do what you did yeah. in Vegas, you man. Like that was uncomfortable for us to see. I had to explain that to my mom, Dawson. You son of a Makes gun. two of us. <laughs> Leathers and buckles and everything. Like an animal. Uh, yeah, last one right here. Women are mad at a man that can't build a house. Apparently, the modern man cannot build a house. Yeah. When have we been able to ever build a house? You'd see me trying to just drill a hole in the wall. It's an adventure. You'll get better at it. Sorry to hear that, bro. You you know, you'll get your starter kit stuff going with all the kids' toys. Next thing you know, you'll wait, know your way around a socket wrench, a crescent wrench. The blackout shades, those things were perfect. Then putting up a shelf, that was a challenge. So it's, it's hit or miss. Be patient with yourself. It'll be all right. I was in the same spot. I still am. Now, a month ago, I changed out the toilet, bro. That's badass. That is, that is badass. I'll get there one day. That yeah. is badass. Man, remember I said I had to work on my truck? Yes. Uh-huh. I was in there working on my truck, man. Had a little music going. One of my neighbors came by. He was talking to me as I was, you know, wasting the truck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boy, I've met like maybe three different ladies that live by me. I've never met these ladies before. Oh, you uh, you can work on trucks too? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean too? I've never met you. This is Ooh, crazy. They've been talking about everything you they've can do. They've been talking. Just, yeah. He works out. And I think he's on the radio. Yeah. You always see him out there with the cigars <laughs> and the tequila at the pool. Too? You see him walking his dogs every day? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Such a manly yeah. guy. Pouty face. Yeah. I'm walking with a pouty face. LA Live, 105.3 The Fan. Ladies night. Hey, it's your night, girl. A woman sues her boyfriend <laughs> to get her testicles back. Yeah, I said that, right? Hers? Say that one more time. A woman sues her boyfriend to get her testicles back. Are we going to Portland with this story? <laughs> we're, going, we're going to Michigan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but she might be from might be from that area. Yeah, a Michigan woman who sued her ex-boyfriend for throwing away her surgically removed testicles oh. had her case tossed out by a judge. She was looking for $6,500 yeah. in a small claims court situation. She got kicked in the junk. Yeah, apparently, you know, she got him, you know, taken off whatever because yeah. she's a trans woman now. Yep. And her boyfriend kept, this is weird, he kept the testicles in a mason jar in the fridge next to the eggs. What the hell are they doing? What's Spanish in that? Huevos? Huevos. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to this lady in court. Tell me if you uh, feel like the judge should have kept her case. I want my testicles. Back. Yeah, pretty much, bro. <laughs> Those are my balls. Pretty much. 
because my whole life I've been called Big D. And I thank God that these nuts were extracted. I put them in a mason jar, and I put them in the fridge next to the eggs. Um, so let me ask you this. Was the conversation ever from you, I'm done with you, could you please get your, your testicles out of my refrigerator? That never came up, and if they were so important to her, I don't understand why she didn't grab them then. So, so the amount that I'm claiming is for the damages of not having these nuts with me. Oh, oh, I want them in my fridge, not his. I'm not sure why he would want to keep them. The damages were the loss of these nuts. This is a joke. <laughs> this is a prank. I yeah. wish it was. <laughs> I mean, he's dropping these nuts. He's jokes dropping on, these nuts. And neither sounded like a man. No. They both kind of did. Yeah. Kind of sound like a woman, too. <laughs> Very in between. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they had a set of nuts between them. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, yep, that was real, y'all. Yeah. Well, it's sad that you can't get your testicles back. The bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer, man. All right. Yep. Just start the rapture now, God. Jesus, we are waiting for you, my man. Thank I'm you. pulling out. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. Bring it. There we go. G-Bag Nation, 105.3 The Fan. Every night, 540, you have LA Live. All righty. Uh, and again, thanks to the on-time experts uh, for sponsoring the uh, Expressway. Uh, a segment brought to you by Soda Ooh. as well, the state of the art. You see the fan text? No, what happened? Say the judge told her to take her balls and go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. One hour to go. C-Notes coming up next. Cowboys news of the evening, Zach. What's up with that? Yeah, we've got some Mike Zimmer sound talking about Micah Parsons and how about your corners. Is Stephon Gilmore coming back? That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.